right, y'all know what it is. Let's get this started. We have to recognize who our major enemy is. The major enemy is not your brother, flesh of your flesh, and blood of your blood. The major enemy is the hunky and his institutions of racism. That's the major enemy. Uh. That is the major enemy. Uh-huh. And whenever anybody prepares for revolutionary warfare, you concentrate on the major enemy. We're not strong enough to fight each other and also fight him. We will not fight each other today. We will not fight each other. There will be no fights in the black community among black people. There will just be people who will be off. There will be no fights. There will be no disruptions. We are going to be united. I hear that? We must begin to develop number one, and this is the most important thing we can do as a people. We must first develop an undying love for our people. Our people. Our people. Our people. We must develop an undying love as is personified in Brother Huey P. Newton. Undying love for our people. Undying love. If we do not do that, we will be wiped out. We must develop an undying love for our people. Our slogan will become, first, our people, then, and only then, me and you as individuals. Our people first. Our people first. Say them, they school me from some niggas that you knew from back when, uh. When you was clocking minor figures. Best when they ever do it. <laughs> oh yeah, we gonna get started today. Here we go. Uh. How many of y'all know this one? Let me hear y'all say it. 
Mela Sai da <risos> We gonna get started, don't worry, give me time. First off, y'all crazy if you think we canceling Kirk Franklin. <laughs> he just said, How can it be that you can love the most unlovable part of me? Y'all bugging it. Hold on, hold on. Y'all crazy you think we canceling Kirk Franklin. Brothers and sisters. I want to welcome you one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. Here we go. How can it be that you love the most unlovable part of me? Of me. How could you see your life was the only gift I left for me? Y'all crazy if you think we canceling Kirk Franklin. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Lawrence Sufran Podcast. I believe this is uh, episode, what episode is this? Episode number seven. Man, seven episodes thus far. Y'all crazy if you think we're canceling Kirk Franklin. I know some of y'all, y'all going around, y'all saw, y'all heard the little clip 
of him cussing out his son. And I'm not saying that it was right for him to cuss out his son, but I'm also not saying it was wrong for him to cuss out his son because I don't know where the conversation went. And to keep it a buck, it, it looked like his son set him up. But I won't I won't give no allegations. I have no idea. What I do know is that sometimes people need a good cussing out, including our children. And so, you know, was he right? Was he wrong? I don't know. But what I do know is we are not canceling Kirk Franklin. You would have lost your mind if you think we're canceling Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin is a warrior. Uh, Kirk Franklin has been a blessing to the kingdom and to the world. He creates music that gives us hope. He creates music that lifts up our spirits. And Kirk has never claimed, ever, ever did he claim to be perfect. Kirk Franklin has been leaning on the grace of God since I've known him. He's never once claimed to be perfect. He says God loves you no matter what, and God will never leave you nor forsake you. God is covering you. God is blessing you. God has forgiven you. You would be a fool to think we canceling Kirk Franklin. Y'all can cut all that cancel talk out. It ain't happening. Kirk Franklin is way too valuable uh, for us to just be canceling him just because we we had uh, we was we was lured into some of the, the the secrets, if you will. And I don't even know if it's a secret. Look, we heard one recording. We heard like what one or two recordings, and and we want to act like we know the man now. Not now. Now we have enough information to judge Kirk Franklin. Get out of here, y'all tripping. You know it's crazy how easy it is for us to cancel our own. We have some greats. In our community, we have some greats and um, w- within our culture. And it's like one mistake is enough for y'all to start talking about canceling somebody. This is not the time. Look, we are on a cancel frenzy. I honestly thought in 2021, we were done with the whole we just canceling everybody. But it seems like 2021 has been turning up the canceling. Uh, uh, we we, uh, we cancel. What, what, what's that skunk name? <laughs> you know what I mean? We're, we're canceling cartoon characters now. Like, nay. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't cancel the cartoon character. It's just, it's crazy. Like, we're getting kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're not canceling Kirk Franklin, y'all. I'm just, I'm just going to make that clear. We are not canceling Kirk. Kirk Franklin, he is way too important. In fact, I had a conversation um, with my homegirl Jazz about cancer culture a while back, and it's crazy how it is still relevant today. So let's get into that. And we're talking about cancer culture because, and I'm using R. Kelly as an example of someone who should be canceled. What I mean is to no longer give him the ability to thrive and prosper. Mm -hmm. from his contribution because he has not shown any signs of growth and remorse. Mm -hmm. Um, Canceling him to say to not listen to his music ever again. I'll be honest with you. I just think, I just think that's, we get robbed because he, he made some really good music that we can no longer enjoy because he was dumb. I, I'll be honest with you. I think, Black folk need to enjoy whatever good art we have available. Unfortunately, if us enjoying the art prospers him, then I can honestly, I can understand, well, then we can't enjoy the art. Not until, and look, we bootleg kings and queens. Let's stop playing like we don't know how to, you know, let's just look. I'm not even going to play because this is my platform, right? We are bootleg kings and queens. We can get Step in the Name of Love and he won't get a dime from it. Let's not act like we don't know how to do this. You know what I'm saying? But should should we help him create 
new art? I don't think so. Should we should we put our money in booking him for shows and all that? No, not at all, because he has not shown any level of growth. He he still doesn't think he's done anything wrong. And I, would, I mean, so I would say this: people people only limited, and I, this is one of the fundamental um, things that's wrong with cancel culture because we don't necessarily do our research. Actually, mm. has also written for a whole lot of people. Come on, talk about it. Yep, you know, including you know the late and great Michael Jackson. Oh. You know, um, and that's a whole nother. I mean, we could do like a session on cancel culture and Michael Jackson and just how do we sometimes get it right or do we get it wrong? You know, um, what is our motives? But with R. Kelly, I think you keep saying key things. And I think what it boils down to from what I hear you saying is if a person has done wrong, if Bill, Cos Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, they did these wrongs. Mm -hmm. They acknowledge it and they're held accountable for it and they're showing strides to to walk in a different space than they were before. Yes. Yeah. Then we should not counsel them because yeah. they are moving towards a space of health, progression, yeah. and what they contribute to the community is valuable. Exactly. But if they are still kind of holding their ground. Yeah. Then they should be. Yeah. I, I, it, it, that's because at the end of the day, when we talk about accountability, you cannot talk about accountability and not talk about restoration. Mm -hmm. So why am I holding? Wait, wait, wait. So, but then we can't, then we're not talking about cancel culture. Cancel culture is, I think just a term that's coined, but first of all, what, the entity is has mm. always existed, but cancel culture in itself does not work because it does not always bring restoration and it doesn't always cause for accountability. No, I agree because it's cancel culture as it's been exercised. It has been more about looking for your, looking for reasons to dismiss you, you know? So let's talk, let's talk about that. Because I think we get it with, I will say to bring it back to Bill Cosby, if Bill, Bill Cosby was found guilty, he was found guilty, but he, it did from what I read about the case, it did not seem like he was sorry. Mm. Mm -hmm. So if the same goes for R. Kelly, then again, mm -hmm. do we continue watching a different world and the Cosby show? Because he's not sorry even though he may have done it and yeah. he, and he was um, now granted, we always know that a conviction does not denote guilt, but at the end of the day, he, the man was found guilty of doing some heinous stuff to women. Yeah. To, to my understanding um, from certain uh, figures who are involved in the defense of Bill Cosby, they have argued that he is still maintaining his innocence because number one, a lot of the allegations, a few of the women have said they they put some sauce on their story. Um, even one of the main women has come out and said, yeah, I might have um, exaggerated. Yeah, and embellished. Yeah, I might have embellished some of the detail. So they have come out and, and have said, like, you know, I might have made things sound worse than what it actually was. But 
not to the defense of Bill Cosby, even though they said it, they're still like, well, whatever, he's convicted. And for me, I mean, but, 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 but that's a, a, a judicial issue. You know, our, our justice system or injustice system, I should say, is just, that's a whole other conversation. But culturally speaking, I don't think, because Bill Cosby was like, this was 20, 30 years ago, and, and the stories that they were saying, he was like, that's not how it went down. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't so much like he was saying, I didn't do anything wrong. It's, you know, because when you're dealing with men, let me just throw this out here. Men, sometimes to our detriment, want to make sure the facts are straight first. Like, men are not quick to just be like, I'm sorry. Men generally be like, no, let's get these facts straight. And then once the facts are straight, I'll apologize because now the facts are out there. So when there's a, so it's like, you know, if you get into an argument and it's like, you know, I didn't like when you did it up, but hold on, I didn't do that. And I might've did something, but I didn't do that. And so I can't even, we got to square this away. And I think that's part of what's happening with Bill Cosby is he's like, the facts are misconstrued. This is not how it went down. And this is unjust, you know, um, if to my understanding, I mean, I mean but the, so there are some of the women that, you know, in the six, I think in the seventies and eighties and early nineties, but the one that he actually got convicted on was doing like a, maybe like 20 years ago or 15 years ago. But my thing is you are absolutely right. Right. Like just because you will have some women embellishing certain aspects of a story, which sucks because the actual women who have been violated in a particular way, it's discredited. Because as women, we bear the brunt of being absolutely perfect, which is why they try to discredit. Has she ever lied before? Does she dress salaciously? As if there is any reason of when I say no, I right. mean no. And, right, exactly. and it's again, it goes back to the talk of culture because especially um, in the black community, we punish ourselves and black women. And it's like, well, you know, you know that if you with Bill Cosby, he's doing this. And if you, mm. yes, you know, we have a hard time as society when it comes down to the fact if we, as women with our sexuality, if we initiate sex and a situation and at any point, if we feel uncomfortable, we say no and, and, you know, our partners continue that we're at fault because we initiated. And I think, I mean, I just think that at the end of the day, he got convicted. I do think that we also need to take in stock that there were people who, who either lied and use this as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, But the, the issue is we still can't allow certain embellishments to detract from the fact that there clearly is a pattern mm-hmm. of behavior mm-hmm. and you know because if you don't comport yourself in a particular way then there are certain things no matter how people try they can't pin on you if Correct. this some way is not a characteristic of who you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, you know just like harvey weinstein or just like um <laughs> um I believe one of the, he's dead, but the old um, owner or director of Fox News um, that was doing specific things, like, it's just like, come on now. Like, there are similarities in every story. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's hard to, it's hard to 
put you there if you weren't there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, um, so I guess I, I, that's my, from what you had said about R. Kelly, I guess my thing is R. Kelly has made great contributions to not even just black culture, the music industry as a, as a producer, as a writer, Bill yeah. Cosby, the same. In both cases, it doesn't seem like they sorry. Yeah, I'd boot like Bill Cosby too then. Because what, what, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, you know, I, in all sincerity, the, like, if you think about the Cosby shows and, um, and fat, and fat Albert, and I mean, just the list of things that Cosby contributed that positively impact our community. And to say, I'm going to just throw it all away because the creator of it is an immoral person. I feel like the community is suffering from that. Do you feel the same way with religion? I do, actually. So, I do feel the same way. so if you have leaders that are um, embezzling money and cheating on their wives and abusing them, you but they were good preachers and they established a good administrative system your position is well they gave us something good it it would be so with the example that you're given cuz with preachers there's no shortage of good preachers let me start there there's no shortage of effective moral good preachers there's no shortage it's just a lot of these good preachers are not getting the attention that they should be getting. So, so there's that when, when I'm, so if they've established a system, if they really created a system and they're doing everything you said, remove them, keep the system, use that system, but remove them so that they don't benefit from it. That's what I'm saying because they're not, they're not good leaders, but to throw the to say we're not going to use the system because it was developed by a womanizer. Like, well, is the system good? Does the system womanize? If the system not is not a womanizer, then let's keep the system because it's effective. We need effective systems. So, how do we do that with artistry? And, how, and, how do we do that when a lot of artistry is enveloped in? In people's, you know what I'm saying, persona, yeah, character. So how do you how do you do that? I think that's super hard to do. And I agree. That's why I'm not mad at anybody who stopped listening to R. Kelly, for example, or who stopped watching the Cosby. I'm not mad at them. At the same time, I don't think people should be mad if they still listen to R. Kelly or still watch the Cosby, because the the level of the art. Is is elevated? Is you? There aren't. These are not easily replaceable contributions. Like, what's the alternative to the Cosby Show? There, 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 there is no. We could watch Family Matters, which I love, is dope. We could watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which I love and is dope. But then we got to deal with Will Smith, who has some transgressions. So we're just gonna throw that out too. You know what I mean? Uh, it, 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 so, so my point is, is it's. Because you said it best, nobody's closet is clean. It it is difficult to separate the art from the artist, right? And it's also it's extremely difficult when you have something that is like one of its kind, where there's nothing like it, and it's so impactful. And it came from a monster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I think we should utilize the art 
and be honest about the monster in which the art came from. Like, let's not make saints out of the artist. Let's be honest. Like, this can't, and, 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 and let's keep it a, a thousand, Jazz. These white writers, these white poets and white storytellers, them niggas was not moral people. Let, let, let's keep it no, a thousand. But, but this is the conversation we're having. I'm not responsible. First of all, we, and that, and here's the thing. We know that the, the playing field is not, there's a whole bunch of pedophiles and a whole bunch of like mm -hmm. all of these things, right? I'm not responsible for the white community. I, I still may benefit and and I will still call a spade a spade, but I am responsible for my community and what it is that I allow myself and my family to ingest and in how I retell that, which is why, you know, when we started this thing off with Martin Luther King, I actually embrace the, tr the aspect of transgressions or moral failures because we have i believe our leaders fall so hard because we have to go through certain extremes and granted it we know we if you're socially conscious in some way you know why you know people of color we have to go through such great extremes mm -hmm. to present like a, a clean yep. leader with no baggage no nothing but there is beauty in complexities i'm not mm -hmm. condoning or accepting if he, um king allegedly did these things to women or his family you know just just as a wife i would be offended right mm -hmm. but i think that there is something to say about Truth as black people, as we comport ourselves to be truth tellers to the mm -hmm. establishment, we have to tell our truth to the truth to ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, about, I agree about who our leaders were. That yes, yes, I such agree. And such did X, Y, and Z, and at the same time had a a drinking uh, an addiction problem. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't make it excusable. Right is how we hold them accountable but the thing is we just kind of are the culture that we have established which i fear especially nowadays especially with cancel culture we pick and choose what we want to hold accountable yeah yeah and yep. and you get far extremes of just canceling people and what it leaves you with is you think because you've outed somebody's dirty laundry that it is the equivalent of accountability. Yeah. No, it is not. No, not honestly, to a certain degree, if people know that people are more aware, it doesn't um, equate to a trans a transformation inside of one person's self. It just mm -hmm. means for certain people who are not interested in transformation, but they still want to progress, they just get better at hiding their dirt. Exactly right. Why council culture doesn't really do what it does. I mean, because it can be so easily manipulated. And, it, and let me just say this: council culture is not a uniquely liberal thing or black thing mm -hmm. it is an everybody's thing you know mm -hmm. before there was social media you know in the newspapers in the telegraph on the radio you know they was doing their thing and it was just as salacious yeah um it's actually i feel like it i mean the way that they use words was just like my gosh, they would yeah, I mean, look at the words even between Booker T. Washington and Dubois. Mm. The words, you and these are leaders within the community just kind of 
you know, tearing each other down. Yeah, you know? shading each other so eloquently. <laughs> you know? So in general, for me, like that is my issue with cancel culture because it it has become about so let me just say this. You were talking about R. Kelly. If 10 years from now R. Kelly is not still preying on young girl. women. Though for me, I will say if you have two consenting adults, I don't care about the age difference. And if she is consulting to whatever it is, you consenting to whatever it is that she wants to do with her body with him, that's their business. I agree. Um, I agree. A lot of people may not, you know, disagree, but if it is a hundred percent consensual and legal, and I'm not talking about these states that are trying to lower oh, oh, it's you know, bananas that's, that's, I have to say, that's a whole nother that is yeah. a whole nother i think the whole system is jacked up in that you know you can drink at a certain age but you can't do certain like everything yeah. needs to be consistent but then I we agree. come out with all of these um research articles about the development of the brain so then Certain people don't need to be making certain decisions at a certain age, but anywho, you you you, you opening them cans. You, <laughs> no, we not we not gonna go because we gonna be here. I ain't got all day. We gonna be here for a while. <laughs> but um, my problem with cancel culture is is that people go looking for stuff. Yep. And if it is consistent, this is what I agree with. If it is consistent with. If you're portraying to be something else, but you're still doing this. And so me showing that you did a particular thing 20 years ago that you're doing now currently. Yeah, correct. While correct. portraying something else. Yes. Is relevant. Yes. Because it means that this is the heart of who you are and you yeah. should not hold the influence that you do. I agree. But if you were ignorant. Yeah. Because just seems to be a um a thing especially with our elected officials and 20 years ago 30 years ago you wore blackface um and people may get mad but and it's not like oh it's nothing it is completely ignorant mm -hmm. but if that is not who you are now and you still not every um the last 10 years you have not or the last 20 years you have not worn blackface and you have become awakened to your mm -hmm. you know your ignorance and you have educated yourself right yes you can be on the education committee yeah right and, yeah and if anything it should be an expression of this thank you for revealing this because just like many people i was ignorant of what this came i was having fun mm -hmm. and to the behest of the embarrassment of an entire culture, but that is not what I subscribe now. I have not done that since that time, right. and I have no issue apologizing. I think then council culture really doesn't have anywhere to go because then you have ownership of yep. what you did, yep. and then you can show consistency and character. Yep. But now I think it's just too much where people like to dig up things for the sake of embarrassing people mm -hmm. yeah I think, yeah I, think, I told you before i think it's really a complex i think people in general especially with social media um and law you know how i feel like y'all even call me twitterless jazz <laughs> like um it's what 2021 and i just barely got an instagram that i don't use um <laughs> it's just like okay 
you have a whole lot of people. Um, it's true. What is it in Batman movie where it's just like some people want to see the world burn? There are just some people that just have to find something. Yeah, we call them haters. Haters. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, people like to feel good. Like, oh, I don't know why I don't like that person. Mm. But I knew that they were horrible. And now this is evidence to help support the notion that they're horrible. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for me, yeah. like, I'm not with that. I'm not with that. I agree. I agree with you. And, you know, to even add to that, because I was thinking about it while you was talking, in terms of, like, what art to keep, you know, if this art came from a particular artist. So if we if we use Bill Cosby, and we use the Cosby show specifically as a piece of art, Bill Cosby being a, a womanizer, a rapist, you know, mm -hmm. X, Y. When you watch the Cosby show, none of that stuff is promoted or supported within the show. Mm -hmm. The offering is giving us something better than who the artist actually is. Mm -hmm. For me, that's art we need to keep. Mm -hmm. But I'll be honest, once the allegations came out about R. Kelly, I couldn't hear Bump and Grind the same. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grab. Like, oh, he talking about these little minors. Like, you know, my brain just could not separate. Mm -hmm. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of it has to deal with the nature of the art and how much of that art reflects the transgressions of the artist, if, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if it does, that's the art I would throw away. But like, yeah, we can't because of what it promotes. And that also includes even, you know, even though hip hop is a little different, because when they talk about, and this, you know, I, I can't have a conversation with you because you're not a hip hop head. But I, you know, me and Bishop might talk about it one day. I know my limitations, but yeah, I, respect, yeah. I will, I respect that. So a lot of hip hop, when it talks about the, the drugs and the guns, a lot of it, most of it is metaphors. They're not actually talking about drugs and guns. They're they're talking about um, just the hustle and the arsonary, like in general. Like it's it's a metaphor that can be applied to other things, you know. Um, some of them are talking about drugs and guns, so mm -hmm. I'm not gonna dismiss it all as a metaphor. But some of it was literally, you know, I'm not. I'm not talking about what I'm talking about. And that's part of the poetic nature of it. That's part of the art of it. That if you're not consumed in the culture, you miss that. You take it literal. You know, it's like someone who, who, who takes things literally that was never supposed to be taken literally. And we could use different imagery, but that was a part of the black experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why those imageries was used. But it's it takes genius to use that same negative imagery and flip it. And that has been something that black folks been doing mm -hmm. since black existed. They will take this negative imagery and flip it into something empowering. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been doing that, you know, for, for eons. And so th that is not, I mean, that's not to justify it. Because if someone has an issue with that, I completely understand. But it is to put context to it mm -hmm. in that some like if we don't get the fact that you know we're not talking about crack you know like uh, uh i think it was uh, one artist when he said the rap game to do crack game right and so biggie let me use biggie as an example when biggie's rapping about you know him hustling crack he's talking about rap a lot of the times because he he had to leave crack for rap 
but he was a crack dealer and so he used that experience to talk about what he's doing in the rap game not actually talking about distributing crack and so it's it's hard to see once again if you're not in in the culture and so all of that all of that to say um, if if we take something out of its context and then use it as a means to create present judgment, I feel like we're doing a disservice not only to the person, but to our moral compass. You know what I mean? Because the integrity gets lost when you take something out of its context. Okay, you talked about the forefathers owning slaves, right? Mm-hmm. That sucks. That's the, like you, you, you own other human beings. Mm-hmm. Consciousness of white folks then, why would you expect a white person to have a consciousness of I shouldn't own a slave at that time? Like that consciousness grew. It did, but I mean, even then, that's a miss. That's a mi- in my opinion, I believe that's a misnomer, right? Because we're talking about the people that we celebrate in history, but factually the majority of americans didn't own slaves because they weren't rich enough to absolutely but but now that becomes so did they not own slaves from the moral perspective or from the financial we'll never know they was too broke this is we can't speak for the majority because we know that at the end of the day a lot of identity politics that's the only way that you can have a nation suffer a, a third of a loss of its citizens Facts. right based off of identity politics but what we do know right is to give our allies um the space and the honor that is due because at the end of the day it wasn't all of them Mm -hmm. and it did take some white folk who did not you know it we can't that's when we start to measure well how 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 um for justice were you, you know, if that free black man, you know, because you had black people who, I mean, white people who believed that slavery was inherently wrong and evil, right. but it didn't mean that they wanted to get paid the same wage. Yeah, correct, correct. Not the issue that, with the North. Yeah, and I mean, it, does, it did not mean that, it does not diminish mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. capacity and their contribution to the movement. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. that... Mm-hmm where we with council culture you know you have i do think it's extreme to mm-hmm. exclude allies and to say that white people or other people who are just who black people consider other are not um welcome or valued in the cause because at the end of the day we needed a whole lot of white folks mm. to get us through the underground railroad mm. and the, the path to freedom was not a monolith. It was not simply individualistic. It was a collaborative effort. And honestly, however God chose to use through a black person, a donkey, um, whatever, as an ally, you are welcome. Whatever whatever tool God wants to use for my freedom, he can. And it shouldn't be excluded. And it shouldn't be just broad stroked as if there were no contributions. And it's not being a white apologist. It right, is right. a human being. You decided to participate in something that was morally and ethically wrong, even though financially it was beneficial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't have to. Yeah, and cancel culture, I think, takes it to extremes where there's no accountability on the person who is. All, it, this is the modern day scarlet letter. Mm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. 
And so like who is dictating what is you, it's just cancel culture for me. I do believe that it serves a purpose. Let me say that in that people are more like, Oh shoot, you know, yeah. let me, let me be more mindful. Yeah. How about that? And I think that it's beautiful on the mm-hmm. flip side. I think that it, it is more destructive mm. um, because again, it is not restorative. It doesn't always change things. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's almost like this temporary satisfaction of exposing something and then what? Yeah, exactly. Right? What, what is, what is your plan? You expose this for what? Do you want to see institutional change? You expose this executive for being racist and for being a misogynist and bigot and all these things. So what do you want? Because they can replace that person with somebody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, you now, know, and now they can just put policies in place to protect them, you yeah, know, or to cover yeah. it. So yeah. that's why I'm saying like with council culture, it just it doesn't always sit well with me though i appreciate it to at least present the table of are we gonna hold somebody accountable who is truly in violation of their own purported ethics right yeah yeah yeah. council culture in and of itself does not bring about justice it doesn't and it really it brings about you know performative actions because Mm -hmm. i just gotta i just gotta say sorry you know or i just gotta put out a statement and talk about how disgusted and embarrassed I am. Whether it's true or not is irrelevant. The statement was made, and plenty of people, when they're of a certain status, they will do the PR stuff. It their characters don't, haven't really changed. You know, what I mean, um, th- there there is no true accountability because what's the measurement? You know, so I think yeah, I agree with you. We need to cancel cancel culture and move to a culture of accountability. Let's go back to accountability because accountability deals with the intentions, the motives, the here and now, you know what I mean? And where we look at patterns to say, okay, this is who you are Mm -hmm. and this is unacceptable. Yeah. And so we're going to do our part it, this is unacceptable in this capacity let me be abundantly clear right because there is a space for people to be whoever they are like you know sex parties exist um always they are it's the beginning yeah, of time. <laughs> right you know what i mean like oh yeah they've always existed there, there are places you can go to to get your drugs you know mm-hmm. what i mean and to you know shoot that heroin or that coke and it be acceptable in that space. Um, and so we don't want to police, we don't want to force our morals on somebody else, but recognizing that certain positions require mm-hmm. a certain type of character. Mm-hmm. And if your character is not in line with that, it's not an absolute judgment of you to minimize your value as a human being, but it is a judgment in that you don't fit the criteria to occupy said space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. And I, I mean, and this, and I think that's where you hit it, you know, council culture would not be needed if we had accountability culture and, and, you know, to cycle it back to King, you know, if all of these allegations are true, what people don't want to talk about is it's easy to like use King or Bill Cosby or Weinstein or R. Kelly. And I think it was um, even 
more it was painted in just plain view in the r kelly documentary mm-hmm. what's true for all of these people is that you have mm-hmm. people who are doing the same things that you're doing or who yeah. are or who are complicit in their silence there is mm-hmm. there was account after account of other execs and friends and artists who sensed that there was something going on who saw something that was going on blatantly or, saw and and her or heard rumors and never brought to to tension with him yeah and and you know to task or cut off business ties you know if the allegations against king are true then you have to like look at yourself i mean we know now like there's a whole lot of you know side kids from you know leaders and you know civil rights leaders and stuff like that but mm-hmm. we have to ask ourselves who's holding them accountable the people mm-hmm that are in your community, if they're not holding you accountable, if your closest counterparts, you know, which is why um, even in religious institutions, yes, I um, I don't know if you know, like the Catholic, uh, the Pope, the Catholic church is like going through a lot of transitions because mm. one of the cardinals basically was mismanaging a whole lot of money. And, mm. and the Pope was like, you are turning over like where you live that we pay for. It's ours. You need to go ahead and turn over all of these financial receipts, any assets that you own. Mm. Like you cannot just keep letting this stuff happen. And if right. the people within your space is, is allowing you to continue, then one has to say, if they're doing it and they've been given permission mm then there is interest to protect that person because it will often reveal that the people around you either consent by Mm -hmm. deed or word what it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's, Mm -hmm. and I mean, you already know me, especially in the religious scene, it's not that people can't be redeemed. I do believe that. Um, I believe that people make mistakes. The issue becomes where it is common knowledge that a pastor could be abusing his wife mm-hmm. and nobody can that is within the circle that is supposed to be a support system can mm-hmm. bring him to accountability to where you can just it's like um police officer the it's almost like the same situation with police officers right where yeah. they can um be fired for you know in a you know inappropriate conduct and then they can go to the next county or state mm-hmm. you know, and get hired yeah 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 it's like, i agree you have to have a community and a system in the black community you know that cousin or that uncle who touched and molested and yet you still force your child to go to um to go to a birthday party do you still invite them over there's no there's no accountability and i think that is the hypocrisy of cancel culture because we're not willing to do it in our own lives yeah yeah you know what i mean like you want to blast pastors or you want to blast um leaders about being sexually immoral but your brother or your best friend has been doing this in his undergrad for all these years. Mm-hmm. And you got everything to say until his name comes up in the pot. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. a problem with that. That's why council culture is so inconsistent. No, you speak that, and that's why, why for me, I mean, people may feel differently, but that's why I don't, you know, it, 
I'm not going to cancel. I, and unlike you, I would say that I wouldn't cancel council culture because it does serve a purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think the civil rights movement was brilliant in that it used what we now call cancel culture to show America as a hypocrite mm -hmm. purposely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, you know, we go into this, this summit and, and, and this summit and we're, you know, decreeing this and all of this. And now on, on the news, the whole world is seeing America's cheeks spread wide open, mm -hmm. you know, and now you have the whole world putting pressure, almost cancel in America. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It was, a it's council culture. What we have coined it, it can be used in its brilliance, but it's not enough to sustain accountability hence all these years and then you even have certain civil rights acts passed and it's not enacted mm -hmm. you know but we're still we're still champions of peace yeah, you know? yeah and we're still you know leaders of ethical and moral you know morals around the entire all these nations mm. but we're literally oppressing and suppressing. I mean, they completely just don't even talk about Japanese in tournament camps. Mm, As in, like what's happening now in a lot of Asian countries and, and Muslim countries where we rounded up people who just looked like they mm. were, they didn't even have to be Japanese. Mercy. <laughs> wow. The government took possession of their possessions and mm them in camps but again it's par for course there's no there was no accountability we don't talk about it which is also why it is absolutely necessary um though i want change it is necessary for the united states government to issue an official apology to what they have done to native americans and yes. to black people in this country it is necessary it is absolutely necessary yeah. and i want action yeah, yeah, like yeah. We need both. In order to be held accountable, you have to acknowledge the truth. Yeah. And and this is why we have kids still in cages. Grown mm -hmm. men um packed like sardines at the borders. Yeah. Because we have a history of doing this. We have not even apologized for past grievances. Mm. No facts. You're speaking facts. So that's why it wasn't enough for council culture, you know, what we call council culture to call out the previous administration because it's what we do and we've never the the people have never held you know mm -hmm. um held them accountable right. we don't even talk about it in the history books we right. actually put people in positions to create a different narrative yeah 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 it was crazy so yeah that's you know, I, I got a little passionate, a little hot <laughs> there because it's just like, yo, like we, it, it is so easy to sit on our high horses mm -hmm. and, and have that gotcha moment. Yo, I knew he was trash, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think all of us are guilty of it. But when it boils down, it's like, am I living, am I holding myself to that standard? Are the people yeah. in my life, if, if you, as my brother, if I find out that you do an X, Y, and Z, like to your wife, and I right. don't say nothing to you, but I'm going to blast somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. You know? No, that's real. And even taking it further and not just me talking to you, but me actually interrupting the abusive behavior yes. because 
a lot of guys will say, well, you know, I spoke to him and, you know, he's blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, he should not feel comfortable mm-hmm. being this type of person. And so, yeah, you spoke to him, but don't make it, don't, don't, don't keep him comfortable in that space because his wife is still suffering his children is still suffering and you out here playing pool with him like it's all good like it should be no sir that's the culture right you know that's the culture and i would dare say that it's time that we establish culture in a different way agreed shouldn't be par for course because it is we we've gone to too many extremes and it's okay um, especially in the realm of, and you already know this grinds my gears, especially like amongst men. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm not trying to, you know, you know, that's a woman thing. I'm not trying to get all in their business. But if you say that this is your brother, mm-hmm. then matter of fact, like what then then you don't need to be inviting him to be a keynote speaker. Exactly. Yeah. If you suspect that he is doing something, even if you know he's lying to you, then why are you giving him the platform? And this this is what I don't get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I look, I got no justification for it. The Negroes is wrong. And I think we also use terms like brothers, sister. Loosely. We use these terms so loosely. Mm-hmm. Like if I call you my sister, you're my sister. You know what I mean? If I call you my brother, you're my brother. You know what I mean? If you're not my brother, you're my, you know, you could be my guy. What's up, my guy, you know, my homie, right? But if you're my sister, you're my brother, there's supposed to be a certain level of trust and intimacy mm-hmm. in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people use that term, especially if you're talking about the Christian co- context, because Christianity likes to put the idea on the forefront, even if it's not the reality. And mm-hmm. so we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah true but we're not all brothers and sisters in this context because i would never let my brother abuse his wife like that mm-hmm. and so until this person stops abusing his wife he's no brother to me and i'll let christ handle him you know what i mean if i don't handle him first honestly i don't mind being an agent of christ use me lord use me to, to take care of these injustices that exist in this world um but everybody's not of that same mindset if you will and so, but you know how we get down. We don't play that in our community. We don't, you know what I mean? You you already know, like, I, to a fault, I will be like, this is wrong. <laughs> so even if it's, you know, at the risk, at the risk, you know, even though I have sometimes been absolutely like a hundred percent wrong, but one thing that you already know, like, even if it meant humbling myself and apologizing or if it meant I was about to lose a friend if mm-hmm. I said that you were my friend at the risk of losing our friendship like I was going to approach you yeah, if I, I knew what, if I knew about it yeah like Nabi like I'm going to love you but I'm going to I'm going to come for you because how do we grow you know yeah. mm-hmm. if I'm wild in these streets I got a husband and a kid yeah. and if I'm acting inappropriately or if there's something that will suggest that even the appearance, shunning the appearance of evil. Like you might want to consider this. I'm expecting my community to hold me accountable in love and power and grace. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's just not the case. That's what you will find, mm. you know, cause ironically enough, I mean, with the R Kelly case, I mean, I feel like some of the people should be um, also held accountable and go to jail. No, they should be persecuted with them because they they booking the plane tickets. They're 
that because you know th- th- there's a certain level of illiteracy that R. Kelly has. Yes. And so he had to be enabled, empowered, assisted. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, so if we're going to be consistent, talk, we don't want to talk about that. We make one person a scapegoat, and right. the thing that overall that council culture doesn't um, really account for is that it's not always generally, sometimes it is. But it's not always just about one person. Mm-hmm. You know, you think Harvey Weinstein just by himself without some type of assistant or somebody who was setting up certain things. Right. right. You know, this is not saying that, oh, people, yeah, they're just some evil people. And sometimes you listen, if you don't do what you want to do, you don't you don't need nobody to help you do it. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is we can't be so naive to think that there are a whole lot more people that need to be brought to to justice or accountability than yeah. these figureheads. Absolutely. Man, so I want to thank my friend Jasmine for coming through, having that conversation with me about accountability. You know, at the end of the day, what we have to remember is you cannot hold someone accountable that you don't have a relationship with. And by relationship, I don't just mean like a personal relationship, like you have to be friends with them, but you have to have some type of relationship. So that means if we're going to hold politicians accountable, we have to hold the politicians that we are voting in, the politicians that represent us. We have to hold them accountable. Um, and there are avenues and ways to do that. If we're going to hold um, an artist accountable, it needs to be an artist that we're supporting, an artist that we are contributing to. Then we have the authority and we're put in position to hold them accountable. Uh, just like how if there is a, one of our friends who is doing wrong, who's not you know, living to their best standard, uh, to their highest self, if they are our loved one, then it is our responsibility to hold them accountable let's not dismiss accountability in the areas where we actually have the power and authority to do that so anyway i love you guys uh thank you for tuning in remember to breathe because your power is felt in your breath your breath is the one thing that comes from god and that makes it your greatest resource i will holler at you later peace your best chapter hallelujah how can it